0: Hey everybody! It is me, Lenora from It's a New Dawn. I am an RN, holistic health coach. Um, Just very passionate of of bringing you just quote unquote normal people who want to share their stories and in hopes of even even touching one person just making a difference even when i say even one person is just as important as as many as there are in the world to me anyway and everybody that i've gotten on so far has been from tiktok as i've been saying and i've been kind of in a slow little thing here just because i still have my kids here from california So I've been doing the best I can as far as getting some podcasts out to you. And this gentleman who is here with me today reached out to me in a private DM. His name is Jason Michael Albanese, and he is on TikTok. I don't know much about Jason, but I do know that he wants to talk about the stigma around Asperger's. Is that correct, Jason?
1: That is correct.
0: That is correct. And I personally, my, I have uh, a niece, a nephew, both who are on the spectrum. And, um, you know, this is everyday life. And I'm glad that he reached out to me because I want to hear his perspective and his story. So I'm going to turn the camera over to you, Jason. All right. And um, you take it away.
1: Like you said, my name's Jason. I hail from Smithfield, Rhode Island. Um, I like to call it, well, we Rhode Islanders call it Little Rhodey, but um, we're in the we're in the Northeast of uh, the New England region. Sorry, that was my cat. <laughs> That's
0: okay. Um, no, this is real life, you guys, and I just want to yeah. FYI, I did purchase a new light. I don't know how well it's going to do, how good it's going to be during the whole podcast, but... Those of you who have joined me before know that I have issues with the light thing. <laughs> and uh, if you hear your dog or your cat, this is just real life. So just, just deal with it.
1: We all try dog. to we all try to get that perfect angle of light.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't you know, no perfection here. That's okay. Yeah. So go so go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry
1: to so, interrupt you. Um when I was born, I was born in eighty two, so they had the the um what well, my dad calls the suction cup, so oh,
0: okay.
1: when they were delivering me um, when I came out, I kind of had a cone to my arm mm-hmm. to my head comes to find out I had too much blood in my in my brain, so mm-hmm. as as I got a little older in, in my toddler years, my parents noticed I wasn't like. Everybody else, I was slower. Can to I learn. ask? Can I oh. ask
0: one question, Jason? Now, sure. That the blood to the brain was that from the suction cup, or was it just?
1: I think it was from diagnosis? the forceps that they had to use to, because they what they what what my parents have explained to me is, um, that if they had never used it, would I have been a regular person? Which, to me, I'm as normal as God made me. And mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. grew, me, my, me. I'm the oldest. My brother and my sister, we grew up in a Christian home. So we were always taught God created us in his image. And I'm not trying to preach to anybody, but it's what I personally believe. I know everyone has their own belief system, and I do not judge anyone mm-hmm. on their beliefs um
0: I love it I love it Jason you know what yeah. I say and I gotten I have gotten this from a friend of mine a good friend of mine from her friend
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the 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 little quote is uh, God made me this way
1: exactly. so when people say yeah. to me
0: when people say to me God you're so weird or you're so sensitive or and I'm like God made me this way Mm-hmm. God made me this way. That's my answer. So with some right of on, my, Jason. With,
1: with, with some of my closest friends, um, they have called me a little crazy. Not, not a bad crazy, but like funny, crazy, like, dude, you just do crazy things. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you jump from one subject to another within, within a minute. And that's what autism is because the mm-hmm. focus with, with Asperger's, Asperger's is a high-functioning autism, and it's, the, it's very low on the spectrum, but it, it's now being considered, it's the change in the name to Autism Spectrum Disorder. So, okay. um, or ASD.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what it, what it does is it hinders decision-making, it doesn't hinder being able to live on your own. I live on my own. I got two cats. Um, I, I, I drive, um, I'm able to work, but not, I don't work. I get state funding. I get disability full, full benefits and everything. So with the help with my parents, they help me with my bills and, um, any other finances that I need done. Um, but, I live a, I, to, to me, I live a very boring life because all I do is watch movies or go food shopping because all my, is, all my friends that, have. Is
0: that, is, oh, no, is go that ahead. because of, is, no, 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 that's okay. And we are going to get back on track because mm. even somebody who has not been diagnosed with asperger's or mm-hmm. autism i jump around also and i te- i'm sorry about that and i got you off a of track from when you were pulled out and with the poor oh yeah no no that's sucking.
1: perfectly fine but that's-
0: no what i was going to ask you are you this way right now because of covid or are you always like that like you like to be home watch um, your movies do your
1: I was helping out a friend who owns a cell phone repair shop and I had been let uh I don't like to say let go. I I I want to say I was let go, but it was more of a mutual thing and um uh it was because of my Decision making that I was let go, so okay. um, uh, I I haven't been able to get extra income coming in for since October. My friend's okay. business had suffered because of this of of the uh, pandemic. So he had three locations. He had one in Warwick, which was on Main store, one in North Providence, and one in Woonsocket. and the the um, Warwick and Woonsocket stores were shut down.
0: So, what kind of a j- store was it? What kind of store? It
1: was a um, um it's a it was a it, the business is called Buy Sell Fix, and um, anyone if anyone needs needs to sell something or um. Uh, if you need a phone fixed or something, you can order parts from them. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to buy, sell fix, it's, dot um, com. It's capital B U Y C capital C E L L capital F I X.com. Um, you can go on there. You can see how much you can trade your phone in for cash, but, um, uh, I believe you have to do that stuff in person because they need I, um, a copy of identification to, in case something's stolen or whatever, you know, they have to cover themselves. And so in Rhode Island, we have a law where um, small business owners like a pawn shop or something needs to have, um, needs to go through the Rhode Island tre- um, treasury so that mm-hmm. We can send out all our paperwork at the end of the day to our local police station so that if something is reported stolen, they can go back to these small businesses that buy used items and figure out where it was purchased. Mm -hmm. So um, he buys gaming consoles like Xbox Ones, PS3s, PS4s. He'll basically buy anything that has the has a resale to it. Okay. If it's got more okay. than a $25 resale, he can buy it.
0: Gotcha. Because,
1: because he does he does um, eBay. Uh-huh. So he sells off at of eBay. He buys in store. He repairs iPhones. We used to see I'm still saying we. <laughs> he used to do all, all phones until the parts really started getting expensive because China was mm-hmm. um, Sony had started using the batteries for the iPhones. So mm-hmm. they're not just doing the Androids they're doing iPhones too. So they're um, so he just, he just does Apple products now. So if somebody has, has a cracked screen or something and they know how to repair it, all they have to do is go to the um, the website, Call the call the North Providence number, and they'll give you the address to the um, to where you can buy the the uh, the parts, and they'll send it out to that person.
0: Gotcha, Jason. Yeah. It sounds like there's like a oh, wind. I
1: have my fan on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, okay,
0: that's okay. And <laughs> yeah. I want to see your I want to see your beautiful face a little better, so. No, 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 no. You can stay right there, but you, you're moving downward. I want to see you. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I wanna, I don't wanna, no, no, no. That's okay. So let's let's start from the beginning. You yep. you were born and they diagnosed you. You had too much blood to the was, brain. And yeah, go ahead. I was so about
1: just, seven years old when I got diagnosed with ADD, ADHD.
0: Okay. So, but you weren't diagnosed with like autism or Asperger's no, or anything like because that. Because
1: autism back then wasn't really something that they looked at and okay. you know i mean this is i'm talking about the 80s they they didn't really start doing studies on autism till like the early 90s so okay. um i went I, I was um special ed throughout uh from first grade to 12th grade
0: and that's because um, why why because my learning were... disability Okay, I, you were like blacking the time. I was, lat- I mean, I was time. Lat-
1: yeah, yeah. Like my parents, okay. um, I was supposed to graduate in two thousand because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at the tail end of the Generation X um, mm-hmm. generation, so um, two thousand should have been my graduation year, but because Gradua- my parents
0: graduation from high school
1: two thousand one.
0: I was 19. Yeah, I was 19. Okay. And then when you were in school, did you have like social issues like with other children or Um, was it more of a learning like math and English and all of that?
1: Oh, math is my my favorite subject. Um, Growing up as a kid, science was my big go-to. But um, that all changed my, uh, I want to say, my sophomore year or junior year or something like that, where um, my teacher was telling us about the Big Bang Theory. And in my mind, I was thinking of saying saying this, but I ended up saying it out loud. I said, mm-hmm. the Big Bang Theory is fake. It's made up. Um, Hypothesis And she goes how do you know And she goes and I go um, It says it right here in my Bible And I would Take my Bible to school every day And She goes what does your Bible say And I said it says In the beginning God Had created the heavens and the earth And um, She goes Do you understand that what what that says, it's made by man, I'm like, but through God's words, it's through man. you know, so mm. she could not she she couldn't mess with me because I had read the Bible as as a teenager and as in late teen, so I've read the Bible twice from cover to cover, and um so that kind of got me in trouble with with her and my principal and so my junior what year happened? Was really,
0: what happened when you did that they what did they do they send you to the principal office um, what did they-
1: she basically flunked me because i wouldn't do the pro i wouldn't do the report so i told her i said oh. if you if you're gonna force me to do this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do any of the work so And I told that to my principal, I told that to the assistant principal, and they said, well, if you do that, you're going to fail it. So mid-year, I switched health classes. So I had to um, go from one health class to another, and I was behind. So I failed health my my senior year. And so they told me my, uh, one, one, 24 hours before my, before I was supposed to graduate, I needed to take a, um, a CPR course. I took a CP oh. I took an hour long CPR course, ended up graduating the next day. Um, was in the, was in the uh, Providence journal, which is our state paper. Um, uh, I had, um, uh, my picture taken, hugging a, a classmate and um and it was the first time and I know my dad has has always been proud of me but it was the first time he actually said it to me. You know, he goes, I'm very proud of you. You did it. You grad you graduated high school. I'm I'm proud of you. So mm-hmm. that and having the disability um it's it was hard to grow up with that. And, um, to make friends, I had a, I had a like to, in my mind, I had a like what they liked and I ended up liking what they liked because I was around them all the time and it kind of grew on me. So like
0: what What did you like? Like, that um,
1: they liked? like I wasn't big into like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, like. Playing outside or anything like that, but when I when I, because I'm from the city, I, I'm originally from Cranston, so which is the s- second largest city in Rhode Island.
0: The wind, um, the wind from the fan is really loud.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I'll turn, sure, I'll turn it it's, off. No, no, it's
0: fine. That's, that's okay. <laughs> I live you on might, the second floor, to...
1: so. So, the heat. Yeah, is... you might
0: have to sweat a little bit for the next yeah. half hour or so. <laughs> no, no, no. I apologize
1: for that. I'm That's sorry. Okay,
0: don't apologize. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just reminding you. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, so, growing up, it was hard because I was different than mm-hmm. all the other kids. So, but
0: when were you diagnosed formally? Like, when, when were you diagnosed, okay, your son has Asperger's?
1: Um, I was 24 or no wow. 23 between 23 and 24 it was like i got approved for social security in um in 2005 then um my because my aunt is a social worker and she works with um mm-hmm. the handicap and with people mm-hmm. with learning disabilities she mentioned to my mom that there's a new study going on that um i I fit the the um criteria. Uh, yeah, there oh, we go. criteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my mom had me evaluated and it comes out that I have Asperger's. And I'm like, "What what is Asperger's?" And mm-hmm, they said it's mm-hmm. it's it's a sort of type of autism. And I'm like, "So what you're saying is, is I'm stupid. And they're like, no, you're not stupid. You're perfectly fine. It's just, you learn very slow. And when I was 24, I had the brain mentality of a 13 or 12 year old. So growing up with a delayed brain development, I had more childlike thoughts and not thinking before acting.
0: Right. So right. That's so you look me, your age. Right. Yeah. You look your age and then you're acting like fifteen yeah. years younger than you. Exactly. Are. So well that I'm thirty eight. I still very confusing. I
1: I have I have a lot of female friends and they're like, men never change. They never grow up. I'm like, I'm thirty eight years old and I still collect toys. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: hey I, like, I get a, it. I am almost fifty six and I don't act my age for anything i, you you do, not no, 50, I you do not look i get it you
1: do not look fifty six I actually thought you oh. were like early forties
0: oh i'll be i'll be fifty six November first thank you well. uh, but <laughs> you know I want to talk about your diagnosis too like I yeah. know somebody who was diagnosed with asperger's way later in life, right. Mm -hmm. and he actually felt like a wave of relief like he actually was like he was happy because it was finally something that explained his behavior and why he did what he did why he acted the way he did He was perfectly normal Mm -hmm. but um you know being told like some people that go and they're trying to find what's wrong with them and i'm not talking about Asperger's like in general anything like oh the doctor doesn't find anything wrong with me but they're still not feeling great you know they have they still have issues right and it's very frustrating for some so when you were finally diagnosed you knew something was off right and then to be honest
1: I didn't know I, I because um I was on so many different types of Ritalin like I was on Ritalin then when Ritalin became illegal to prescribe, I was on time release. And then um, when I hit high school, I was on Concerta and um, fluoxamine, which I'm still on fluoxamine, but I'm on um, Dexatrine now, which is a which is um, generic Luvox, which is, mm-hmm. um, I believe, a is my Ritalin, or Adderall, or whatever you want to call it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so with the Asperger's comes social anxiety, depression. And just over the last few months, I developed PTSD because of the rioting. And what I saw as a 10-year-old, which you would remember the L.A. riots, mm mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't in L.A. physically, but mm-hmm. watching a man, uh, a group of men grab a white man out of his truck and beating him almost to death literally scared me, you know. And my dad, it it happened so quick, my dad couldn't turn my, my head, you know. So mm-hmm. I saw that and every time I see these riots or anything, it just... Gets, gets my stress level up in it and I have like a panic attack and that's just you. watching it on the news so yeah, I, got I, you. I, I try not to watch that kind of stuff but I'm a history I'm a history buff so mm-hmm. when there's like a documentary for an anniversary that's that happened in in U.S. history I'll watch it even though it's painful to watch um I like to get the backstory on what happened So, um, it's just, it, I know being a kid, not knowing what it, what was going on, all I knew is that black people were upset because a white person did something wrong. Now that I'm 38, uh, I see, I see this all happening again. You know, like 28 years later, it's, it's like, have we not learned from our past actions to right now? So it's, it's scary. You know, Um, I'm a very outspoken person. My parents worry for my safety. My grandmother's worry for my safety, but it's like, I tell my dad and my dad is worried for me he goes you know got to be careful what you say nowadays you can't just go nilly-willy out there and say what you want to say because they'll hold that against you i'm like well i'm going with my constitutional right as free f- freedom of speech i can say whatever i want but if somebody's mm-hmm. going to shut me down i want them to give me facts before they shut me down so
0: right do you I feel like s- you have no do you feel like you have no boundaries like
1: Oh yeah, and I want to
0: say, and I want to say, with like Aspergers, do you feel like that's one of the?
1: Yeah, that's one of the things because you, um, like when I and I just speak
0: about experience. I speak about experience. My nephew has Aspergers, and um, he's very outspoken, and he just Mm -hmm. says what is on his freaking mind. I love him. He's uh, you. No filter. No filter. Oh, no filter. No (laughs) filter. And and. He's so smart, and he, he just graduated college. He's so great. Uh, no filter. No. Hmm. He just says, when we know Nick is like that, Nick will just say what he well, says. So.
1: For him to have Asperger's and for him to graduate college is a very big accomplishment because...
0: Oh, man, it's so big. I just got the chills because I was so. I'm, I'm so getting the chills at
1: the back of my the back of Me my chair. neck. Is like, oh, I'm the so hair. proud of
0: him. <laughs> yeah, know. he's so smart, and just like he excels in the math. You know, in the mm. in the uh, science and the math, oh history stuff like that. Like, no. and is that true? Is that? I don't know if this is to be true, but I feel like the Aspergers people who have Aspergers excel really in like one maybe one area like engineering yeah. or like is that true
1: it's a, it's more it's more like um visual and hands-on type stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: i stopped taking my medication from from the day after graduation up until april of 2009 so between 2001 and 2009 i had maybe about 20 different jobs in the matter of 8 years and because of that it was i saw that there was something wrong with me because i would just lose my temper just at the smallest little things you know and Mm -hmm. i didn't like how like i worked for home depot for 11 and a half months i worked Mm -hmm. um two and a half in cleveland and I made that mistake of moving out there for a girl, which I'll never move for a girl ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if a girl wants to meet me, she can come and visit me here. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not leaving.
0: <laughs> we all learn our lessons. We yes. all learn our lessons, Jason. Yep. You know, yep. you're, you're a better person for it. Now you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know. Like,
1: um, that's where I got the nickname "crazy" is because when I made that move, they everyone's like, "Dude, you're crazy, crazy." So
0: we do we do crazy things yeah. in lot. though. And
1: I found, yeah. and I, you know, I fall hard sometimes. And um, but after my um after that all went out, I walked out on Home Depot because I asked to uh, if I could be moved into like the hardware department or whatever to help customers. They said this comes from the general manager of the store. Now he's like 28 years old. He's like five years older than me. He goes retards like you do not deserve to be in a store. You're only good for pushing carriages and and doing that. I'm like, excuse me?
0: I wanted to jump
1: across the, the table and wring the guy's neck. I'm like, you got a guy who's in a motorized wheelchair pushing carriages he goes yeah we don't we don't uh we we see that as a as as a frown we frown upon that so we we have to give him some some kind of position and i'm like you know if you were in the state of rhode island you'd be fired and this home depot would have been closed for discrimination and they're like, well, yeah. we're not here. We make our own, our own laws and our own rules. I'm like, well, guess what? I'm done. Because there was one day that um, this happened on a day that I was on by myself. I had to come in at 7 o'clock in the morning and work until closing, which was at uh, 1130. So um, I worked from 7 in the morning till like 3 in the afternoon without a break, which is against federal, federal and state law. And I'm sitting in the back just having a a drink of soda. And um, the general manager comes in. He's like, the lot is all. I had only been on break for one minute. And he comes storming in, embarrassing me, yelling at me like I'm a child. And I'm like, you know what? Take this job and shove it because I'm done. So I got in my car, went back to the apartment. And that's when another problem happened. So my dad, um, took a, took a train out to Ohio to come drive back with me. Um, was I upset that I was going back home? Yes. Was I glad I was going back home? Yes. Did I want to go back home? No. I wanted to have, I enjoyed that freedom where I didn't have to worry about having to come in at a certain time and stuff like that. So, um, and because of that trip, my dad ended up um, having nerve damage done to his um, his leg and his uh, and his thigh because this this happened. The day that he came out was the day of the uh, London bombings of the uh, the buses. So they stopped the train, and my dad was had to. He couldn't stand. He couldn't get it. They wouldn't let anyone off the train. stretch their legs so my dad sat for 24 hours so yeah so my dad my dad comes up and he's like jason let's go i want out of here like my dad he does not want to leave the borders of of rhode island or new england unless he really really has to so (laughs) you know he's that type of person and oh i'm sorry are you an
0: only only child are you an only child Oh, okay. No, I
1: have a I have a younger brother who is who just turned thirty five in July, and my sister who is thirty is thirty four who just just had her birthday last month.
0: Okay, tell me tell me about like what what do you want everybody to know about Aspergers and you know coming on the show and I know you wanted to talk about. The challenges and mm-hmm. all of that, and how it was growing up. So,
1: well, I know. Tell me
0: about that.
1: I know growing up with my brother and sister, it was hard because my brother and sister are only thirteen months apart. They're Irish twins, so right. it and it was hard for me to interact with them. I never got along with my sister. Never got really along with my brother, but as we got older. Um, And we all moved out of the house We kind of You know Grew together but we still bicker and fight even, even if my brother lives in Florida I'll still yell at him over the phone <laughs> We'll mm-hmm. just get into mm-hmm. We'll You're just like, get into an argument That's stuff. what family does <laughs> So but um, I wouldn't stuff. change my I wouldn't necessarily change My life the only thing is, is the only, if I could go back, I would change some decision making that I that I um, poorly made. And um, but my life with my family, I would never change that because my mm-hmm. family has, especially my mom. My mom's done so much for me that you know it. There's no possible way I can thank her because. How how do you how do you thank a parent that that has gone backwards and forwards to get you what you need, you know? Um,
0: just be just be kind to your mom and dad. Oh, I
1: try, but she gets on my nerves. Just
0: <laughs> just, just be kind. That's the best gift you can give yeah. your mama. I have five children. When they're when they're just being kind yeah. is a good thing.
1: Well, my parents were got married young. My mom was seventeen. And my dad was twenty. So, oh, and
0: okay. so they're young. Three, and a half,
1: three years later I came along and then three and a half years later after after me was my brother and then my sister. So um, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, my parents just celebrated forty one years of marriage. Nice. They've been together since the since seventy six. Nice. And um, so uh, they, it's just you know, I wouldn't I I wouldn't say that Asperger's really hindered me on certain things. It's just, it's it's hard to explain because um, when I was 24, I didn't really understand what autism was. I knew what it was. It's just, I'm like, I have a my cousin's oldest son. He's, he's, um, he's got autism. Like he didn't speak for the longest time, you know? um mm-hmm. so that's what i thought i was going to become mm-hmm. and when they said autism that's where i'm like so i'm talking i tell my mom i said ma i have what tommy's got right and she goes mm-hmm. no, no no what you have is a high functioning autism which is far down the spectrum of autism
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: on the autism spectrum but so far down that it's that it's high functioning. You can do whatever you can still do what you want to do.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: when I date, when I, when I start dating someone, I, I, I tell them straight out and my mom and my dad tell me never to s- not say it because if I tell them, if I don't tell them, they're going to wonder why I act the way that I do. So yeah, that's I, have, I have to
0: disagree with that. I have to say that and I'm not speaking against your parents, but for oh, yeah. me, it's always, it's always about being totally honest mm-hmm. with that other person where you want to uh, be in a relationship with. Because to me, it's not worth it. I, I've said this so many times, it seems, in the last five days with my own children, uh, with their significant other. Like If that other person cannot accept you for everything that you are, on the outside and the inside, Mm -hmm. then what is, I wouldn't even give the, I don't know, I wouldn't have the effort to be able to continue in a relationship because it's more work to try to be somebody that you're not. Exactly. To me, it's like, you have to be totally upfront and honest. I'm not saying go out on a date, (laughs) the first date and say, by the way, I'm this, this, this and that. You know, well, and I look like this in the morning and whatever. <laughs> but I'm saying that, you know, over time in the beginning, mm-hmm. those are all things that I feel it's my personal opinion to be totally upfront and honest. Yeah. In every I try way. to be as
1: honest as I can. Um, like uh I tell I tell the person, I'm like, you know. If I say something offensive or if I do something that, that offends you or embarrasses you, you need to tell me on the spot. Because if you don't and I keep doing it and it gets to the point where you just blow up at me, there's going to be problems because you aren't addressing the, the problem that I'm, I'm giving I don't right, do it So a that's purpose. one of
0: the things you, yeah, that's one of the things you tend to do, right? Is like you, yeah. you'll say things that you know, you may not even think. Exactly. They're yeah. bad. Like for instance, like wow, you, you look really shitty today.
1: <laughs> I don't think I something, could ever say that to somebody's no, face. I'm just <laughs> saying
0: that. Like like something like and I'm talking about experience from somebody who has Asperger's that said mm-hmm. this. Like you look really really shitty today like just out yeah just say it and i didn't know that this person had an issue or had Asperger's. or anything i'll be like listen that may not be something you want to do if you ever dated a woman or oh, whatever yeah. um so is that what you mean like just saying things and not even
1: or just thinking teasing it. like i my father teased me and my brother and my sister, but more me, and my brother. My dad's father teased him, and his brother. And his mother teased him. So it's a long line. It's what I call the Albany's um, gene. It's
0: <laughs>
1: handed down. It's handed down through the generations. So, um, I tend to tease a lot, and when I tease, I. I usually, I usually put a serious face on, like, I'll, like, saying, be like, yeah, you know, I just, uh, just punched a guy, and then five seconds later, I'm like, no, nah, I'm just joking, <laughs> you know, like, you. I'll stop I laughing, because I couldn't, because I, I know that I, I can't, I, I can't just straight lie to them like that, you know, so,
0: I'm but
1: kidding. I do warn, I do want girls when I do date them that I have Asperger's it's, it's, it's on the autism spectrum, but that doesn't mean that you have to take care of me. I can take care Mm -hmm. of myself because I can, when I say that to them, when I say I have autism, I can see it in their eyes. I, because I, I'm an eye person. I like to keep eye contact. Sometimes I wander, but I still keep an eye contact. I can see that they're like, oh, great. Somebody with a disability, I'm going to have to take care of them. The only reason why I bring up the autism is because they ask me what I do for work. And because I'm on, I'm on housing. uh, I get HUD or section eight. I don't know what everyone in the United States calls it, but um, because I'm on, I'm on section eight, I can't work or my rent goes up right now. Mm -hmm. I'm paying, uh, about $185 for a $900 apartment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. Um, do I want to work? Of course I do. Am I, am I limited to what I can do? No, I can do whatever I put my mind to. But um, after what happened in October... I decided I'm like, I can't, I I can't trust myself to work because if I make the wrong decision, I could get in in some really bad, bad trouble, depending on what, what decision I make. So I do work hard, but I make it look like I'm not working at all. You know, um, there've been places that I worked that. I've gotten my work done before, you know, within 15, 20 minutes. And then I get the whole project done in that time span. And the owner does not know what else to give me. He just sends me home. So it's just, you know, I've worked in the food business. I've worked in retail. I also worked for the Kirby company. And that's where I met my friend, Dave, who owns the cell phone place. And it was him and his wife who really put that, who put the confidence in me because I had a complete panic attack. I had lost my license. He needed a copy of it. So um, he could have it on file when he had his Kirby business. And he goes, all right, Jay, hold on. Calm down. You're fine. I don't need it right away. Get you get a get issued a new license, and when you get the the license, just bring it. You know, and and I ended up building a friendship with him on that. So, Mm
0: -hmm. from
1: 2007 till 2019, I had worked for him and him alone, and um, uh, we worked together with Kirby he we both were we both worked together um, doing carpet cleaning um, it was a um, it wasn't your typical carpet cleaning we used floor buffers to to clean carpets mm-hmm. it was like a dry clean type thing um,
0: a, clean, a cleaner way of cleaning the carpets
1: yeah it was it, the the company's name was called little rody chem dry it was it, it was a uh, it, the company that the owner we get the the materials from was Chem Dry, um Industries, and we would use these special chemicals and use a buffing technique. So um, some carpets would come out perfectly white or whatever brighter, but it's the um, the harder stuff, like the um, commercial carpeting that you see in office buildings and stuff. Those never really can. You can never get dirt off of those things. Right, right. But um and then he opened this this uh cell phone place and I worked uh see I can't say work because then it you know I was helping him out, but to me it was a job because I was mm-hmm. doing something and he was helping me out. So I was doing all his online ads and stuff for the uh for the stuff that he would buy we put away for two weeks and then after the two week period I take them out and take pictures of them post post them on eBay and write out the um the uh ads for him and then I had a problem with this kid who was always on my on me the last few weeks and it just got to the point where i told my friend dave i'm like dude you got to do something about austin i'm about to lose it it's either i strangle him and go to jail or i quit he didn't want me to quit so um i uh i told him i said dave it's i i have to quit So I, I quit and him and his Mm -hmm. wife were very upset that I was leaving because they know that I don't, I won't have extra income coming in and stuff like that. So it was a, it was a rough, um, transition from, from childhood to teenage, then from teenager to adulthood. But as as I got into my thirties, that's when my brain started functioning a little bit into adulthood. And by the time I was 35, I had a brain brain scan done. And they said that I have a fully developed adult brain. And I'm like, so it took me 35 years to get a fully developed brain. And they're like, you hey, know, <laughs>
0: 35 years, you're young. <laughs>
1: They, <laughs> um, and,
0: and you're how old you're how old now?
1: I'll I'll be thirty-nine in January.
0: Okay, so your brain caught up with your age. Somewhat. I still Somewhat. I'm a
1: collector. I'm a collector of Transformers out there. Okay. You know?
0: That's all right. Um, I mean So
1: um, it's just,
0: what do you do on TikTok? What do you do on TikTok? Do you have like a TikTok's actually
1: kind of, saved, saved my life and I know that um, my friend did an interview with you. I don't want to say any names because I don't Why? know if it's kind con- Huh? huh? Katie, Katie. Yes. Katie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Katie. Yeah. She, Katie, Katie
1: she, yep. She's an awesome, awesome person. And, um, it's, it's like what she said. TikToks really saved my life because of my social anxiety, not being able to go out and meet new people. TikTok actually helped me do that. You know, like I'm used to going to these, to these, um, these apps that do live um, feeds and stuff, live streams, and you can mm-hmm. communicate with the, um, with the, uh, the broadcaster or whatever you want to say it, the, the host.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, you know, I've done a few live streams on Facebook. I've done some on live me. Um, but with TikTok, it's it's so different because it used to be musically, and that was a kids app, and then it transferred into TikTok. And now, because of the pandemic, more Gen X, more millennials are on it. Right. Even even the baby boomers are on there too, you know. That's so me. <laughs> so yeah. it's like it, it's and the kids are starting to hate it because of that you know they're like oh you're too old to be on here and it's like you know what well, i'm here well
0: that's what happened with facebook that's what happened yep. with facebook it was a younger
1: yep younger it was for crowd, the college and then, students and then he yep. sold it and it, and it went the, public all
0: the people yep all yep. people like my age are on there yep. uh you know uh but so are you are you um building a platform with people with Asperger's on TikTok, or just general. Um, anyone
1: can follow me. Um, I prefer 21 and plus, but if you're a mature 18, 19, 20 year old, you're welcome to follow me. But um, I try to keep it 21 and older because of my age. I mm-hmm. don't want to be considered, Oh, he's a 38 creeper. <laughs> you yeah. Now no, I get so. it. I watch, Is there anything I, I,
0: else? What? Um, Go ahead.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just watch. I used to watch How to Catch a Predator, and to see people my age at that time when it when it first aired, to see 23, 22 year olds going after 14, 13 year olds. It's like are these are these people dumb? They're not gonna know that they're gonna get caught, you know. So I so my friend had asked me to join this. Um, this group on Facebook. It's called Save the Children, and it's okay. it's it's an organization through Facebook, um, that is trying to stop, um, sex trafficking with, um, with children, and okay, sexualizing children, and I do not stand for that. I don't stand for pedophilia. I, that, that to me, like if if somebody did that to my niece and nephew, I would. I would be on the hunt. I'd be like Daryl in Walking Dead. I'd be having a crossbow going after all the pedophiles just because somebody did that to my niece or nephew. And, and, I, and I could not imagine what parents go through when their child goes through something like that, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah. So
1: it's just, you know, um, I'm on, I'm on, um, if people want to follow me, they can. Um, I do put. I do put adult theme because I. am Irish, Italian, and Scottish. So my vocabulary is adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. So. Um, mm-hmm. I. Uh, I'm on. I'm on Twitter at Jason 45. I'm on Snapchat. Um, that's Red Dragon with two D's nineteen eighty two forty five. I'm on Instagram, which is the same as my Snapchat, but it's um I believe it's uh twenty three forty five for Snapchat. Um my my TikTok is at Jason Michael Albany's all lowercase all one one word
0: mm-hmm.
1: my Facebook is what my my TikTok name is, you know.
0: I'm gonna have all this information mm-hmm. um in the show notes. And Go anyone
1: down. anyone can can message me if they have any questions or if they feel like they need they need a new friend um to talk to. You know um I've been I I've been well have I don't know how to wear this. I have tried suicide like five times and um, it it's just to hear it, that. yeah it was more in high, high school and junior high and uh, I tried shooting myself the gun literally uh, jammed oh I tried wow. hanging myself the rope broke um, oh I tried wow. drowning myself and that didn't ha- work because my dad came and got me um, like pulled me out of the water and, uh, I tried, tried cutting myself and my mom had walked, had walked in on me in my room with a knife and she goes, what are you doing with that? Oh, I'm just playing with it. And she took it away from me. So it's just, you know, um, it, and I've tried to overdose on aspirin. So, um, but Jason, it just, it's just, it's not, your, it's not.
0: Is this, is it, this your it, goal? Like to be on here is just to have people know that. Yeah. They're, and I, I didn't know this about you, but that yeah. there is hope because look at you now. I mm. mean, is that what I mean, mean, it
1: does come into my mind, but then I'm like, you know, it's, you know, because in my, in the back of my mind, as a Christian, if I, if I do that, am I going to heaven or am I going to hell? Am I, you know, I'm into the paranormal. I'm a ghost hunter. I've been a ghost hunter for 12 years. And um, it's just that, that little thing, what would God, what would God or Jesus think if I, if, if they see me doing to myself, do uh, their there ways of getting out of suicide of course there's you there are prevention hotlines there are, you you can reach out to family members friends or even if you're if you're if you're a teenager talk to a teacher or a counselor because you know i uh to be honest i'm i'm done hearing about 9 10 11 12 year olds killing themselves because of bullies whether they're cyber bullies or bullies and in general, because mm-hmm. I was bullied. And then when I stood up to those bullies, they stopped because mm-hmm. they saw how crazy I was. They didn't wanna mess with me. So, okay. you know, I'm, I've been out of high school for almost 20 years now. And I, over the 20 years, I've seen the kids who have um, bullied me and they would just come up to me like we were cool and stuff. And you know, I'll be like, oh my God, Jay been so long on how you been so i go along and i say oh, it's been all right how are you doing because that's who i am mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do do i forgive them for picking on me sometimes mm-hmm. do i will i ever forget what they did to me no because mm-hmm. from the age of eight till 10 every day after school um this kid who lived behind me and my family and his four brothers who were between the ages of 13 and 17, would circle around me every day after I get off the bus. Um, they would surround me and beat me up. So mm.
0: um,
1: so my, dad's, my dad always said to me, if somebody puts their hands on you, you, you have all the right to fight back. So when, if somebody was to punch me or, or push me or anything, I have a I have a three touch rule. So if somebody hits me twice, they better knock me out the third time because that that next punch is coming from me. So but no. I try not to fight. I try to talk my problems out. I try to I don't try to go into violence, but if it has to ha- if it has to go, you know, and I'm a and I'm a big believer in in the philosophy of Bruce Lee, you know, his fighting style was more, more nonviolent than it was Mm -hmm. violent. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like that. It's like his saying um, you could, you can crash or you can flow like water. If you crash, you're gonna, you're gonna destroy your life with violence. You want to flow. You want to have that peace of mind where have a civil conversation if it doesn't get to that, don't throw the first punch because then you're at fault. That's what my father always taught me. Never throw that. Let them I like hit that. you.
0: And isn't you know, isn't Bruce Lee the one who said uh, be like water?
1: That's 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 where I got that from. Yep. That's be my like favorite water. saying that he's ever said. You know.
0: Be like water. Yep. Yeah. He,
1: in that interview and, he goes, Be like water, my friend. I love it. <laughs>
0: Now, listen, what is the message you want others to know, whether it's about Asperger's or the audience and the listeners?
1: I want people to know that don't judge a book by what's on the outside. Get to know somebody. Don't just automatically turn around and say, oh, my God, this person's this, this and this. Because Aspergers, it may be hard to understand, but you, you're gonna, you know, you will not find anyone more loyal than somebody who is who's got the not a not the mindset of a child, but the mindset of kindness, you know, and it's and. With dating, it is hard to date when you're on the spectrum. I was married for t- two years. I'll I'll leave you off with this one. I was married. I got married at 28. My wife at that time was 39, going on to be 40 um, a mo- uh, two months later. So um, we were married seven months, and she goes and sleeps with a kid who was 25. So I didn't mind her having friends, guy friends, but when she slept with that guy, that kid that just broke my trust with her, you know, and then she would abuse me emotionally, physically, mentally, verbally, you know, Um, so, and I'm just, And I and I'm not quiet about my abuse because men need to come out. You know, men need to come out. If you're being abused by a loved one or you're being abused by your wife or girlfriend, you need to say something because it's not bad to ask for help. Because you're a man does not mean that makes you weak. It'll make you stronger in the in the long run because To me, a crazy woman is something you do not want to mess with, but it's, my mom always said, happy life, happy wife.
0: That's right. My (laughs) husband says it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's happy wife. Happy, happy life, life happy
1: t- life i had it back
0: yeah you know how many times we've said that like uh, <laughs> right on right on <laughs> but you got but my right. message
1: is is um for the people out there with with learning disabilities whether it's ADD, ADHD, Asperger's, autism whatever don't be afraid to let love in because i it's hard for me to find that right person, but God has a purpose for all of us, and if that if that purpose has um, a soulmate for you, which I believe everyone does, um, yes, there's
0: someone out there for everyone I believe yeah that.
1: I, I say I say, go out there, put yourself out there, you know, whether it's making making people laugh like I try to. But, um, don't, and don't be afraid if you're being hurt by a loved one, do not be afraid to, to call somebody or tell somebody so that it could be put to a stop because so many people are dying because of domestic violence. And, um, I don't want to see any more deaths. You know, I want to see everyone like in the, uh, sixties pep uh coke commercial holding hands around the world. I don't know if you remember Yes, Um, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So something like that, you know? But um it it just, you know, I I just wanna see people get along. It's I'm just sick and tired of seeing all this fighting.
0: I know. know? I know. You're not alone. You're not alone in that. Jason, uh, thank you so much for for oh, yeah. being here with me. I'm truly honored that you reached out to me. I'm really honored. Uh, yeah. Hang out, hang out for a second. I just want to <laughs> do my little spiel. You okay. guys can all get in touch with me. All my links will be below as usual. If you want to get in touch with me, my Google number is six zero nine. 429-4058 if anybody wants to text me be on the show uh, give me any feedback any new ideas for the show feel free to get in touch with me um, i'm going to talk a little bit about the raw bar which is the bar that i'm an affiliate and ambassador of they have 11 flavors they're they're giving 10 percent of their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide they are raw uh and are they are vegan but good for any diet, protein packed They have about 19 to 21 grams of protein a bar, 11 to 13 net carbs, no artificial sweeteners and uh, put together by coconut oil. I, did, I just did a whole health and wellness tip about the Aurora bars. So go back into my um, YouTube videos and you can find out more about them. I'm passionate about this bar. Uh, Sweetened by coconut nectar and blackstrap molasses, a little bit of Himalaya salt and um, organic. And they're made in Rogers, Minnesota in a very small facility made with love and care. If you are going to order, please go to my link below, which is my affiliate link. I make a little bit off of whatever purchases happen and it helps me to keep continuing with the podcast. On that note. Thank you, Jason, for coming. Uh, I wish everybody a wonderful day.
1: Same to you.